Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the Unplayable Podcast brought to you by MasterCard. On today's episode, we review the first domain test at the Gabba, where Australia defeated Pakistan by an innings and five runs. We also look ahead to the second test in Adelaide, and to help us do that, we are stoked to speak with Nathan Lyon, who is in the thick of the action as Australia drew first blood up in Brisbane. Before we get to the GOAT, our MasterCard moment of the week is a pretty obvious one. It's Manus Labashain, or Labashagni, or Loose Bus Change, however you want to say it. It was great to see the Queenslanders score his maiden test match century in the first test. And for that, Manus is our MasterCard moment of the week. Oh, it's through. Test match century number one for Manus Labuschagne. Well done, young man. That is a superb performance. Now we speak to Nathan Lyon, who spoke to us on Monday, the day after Australia wrapped up their first test victory of the summer. Oh, it's in the air. Wade stands underneath it, takes the catch. Australia win the test match by an innings and five runs. Nathan Lyon, Australia win by an innings and five runs. That's probably the perfect way to start the test summer. Uh, yeah, can't be far off it, Sam. Uh, it was unbelievable performance from, from all the boys. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty, a pretty clinical win. So I'm very happy, but um, not satisfied as we've got a long way to go to, to get where we want to. Like to get to where we want to get to as a team, obviously. So, uh, yeah, big, a big step, uh, a great start, but a lot of work to, to be done. How do you reckon you bowled at the Gabba on a wicket that uh, didn't offer a lot of spin? Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty hard work. Um, unfortunately, the ball went pretty soft for, for a little bit as well, so it became uh, quite challenging there. But um, if we, we knew that if we could bowl well in partnerships and, and try and Limit limit their scoring or their run rate, then hopefully we can challenge their, their defence. Um, I think there's still improvement um, in all areas for us as a Australian cricket team if we want to get to that at that level. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah not not over over the moon excited with the way that I bowl. I think uh, I can get better, and I'm, I'm certainly looking at uh, footage and where I can get better at. So it's uh, yeah, it's a good sign. A lot of hype before the first test about Steve Smith. He only made four, so what did it mean to the team to see batters not named Steve Smith stand up? Um, obviously, you always want Steve to go out there and perform the way the way that we've uh, become used to him going out there and seeing that runs, but uh, I think it was absolutely outstanding, especially our top three uh, with, with David Burns and, and Marnus to go out and the way they went out there and performed. Uh, this first test match, um, there's no surprise. They're all um, world-class players, so it's great to see them, uh, one, get reward for the work they've been putting in. And, and uh, it's probably a little bit different for Steve sitting, having to sit down there for over a day waiting, waiting for the chance to go out there and bat. But, uh, yeah, it's great for the Australian cricket team, to, um, especially the top three there, to really get some great time in the middle and really score some big scores for us. Manas Labuschagne, player of the match with 185. Can you remember where you were when he reached triple figures? I think, well, a few of us were just laying in the inside the change room there, mainly all the bowlers, but then, uh, then a few of us coming out just in Wharton, just in the tunnel. So it was a pretty, a pretty, pretty amazing feeling when your mates get in the 90s. Uh, 
I know everyone talks about the nervous nineties, but uh, yeah, it's always always on your mind that you want to make sure that that uh, you don't move or uh, you don't put the jinx on jinx on anyone. And hopefully they don't get out um, in the nineties and they're able to reach that reach that milestone. And Marnus has, since he's coming into the test side and halfway through the Ashes, he's been absolutely exceptional and. Um, as I said, his work ethic um, behind the scenes. Uh, I know he's trying to be like Steve Smith, and he's going a long way to doing that. His his performance on over the last week was has been absolutely exceptional. David Warner looked like his old self again, getting another Test match hundred. Have you noticed a change in David since he came back from the Ashes, or is it just the, the same old Dave Warner? Well, he's the same old old Davey. I think uh, I think he's got a lot of confidence on. on on these wickets here here in Australia, and he's able to, to bat the way he bat the way he bats. And saying that that he uh, that was his longest ever innings, and I think he showed a lot of composure and and didn't didn't panic when he got tied down a little bit, and um, and to, for him to go out and score 150 153 or whatever it was, um, yeah, it really set set the tone for us, and really we know the importance of first innings runs in, in Test cricket, so. Yeah, I'm very happy for Dave, and as I said, the, the guys' preparation throughout the whole team has been excellent leading into that test match, and now it's up to us as the Australian cricket team to replicate that heading into into Adelaide, which is going to provide a different challenge yet again. We can't forget Joe Burns, who also scored at 97, uh, but Nathan, you called Steve Smith and Marnus Labashane a pair from prison break uh, last week. Have you got a name for the duo of Warner and Burns? No, I, I don't. To be honest, they are rare units. We know that. You know, I think it's, it's it's very well known that they're a little bit different. But I think uh, I think that's good. There's nothing wrong with being different. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're definitely getting along really well, and they they bring the best out of each other, and uh, they keep each other occupied, which is out in the middle, which is a very important uh, thing thing in cricket to have that great partnership. I guess. On a serious note, can you explain just how big an impact it is on the bowlers when the batters go big, and you uh, you guys get a few days to rest your rest your feet? What does that do for the bowlers, spinners, fast bowlers, not only for the Test match but for the summer? Oh, it's massive. Um, I think if you ask all the bowlers, um, there's a saying going around: if um, if, you, if the batters are able to give us a day, day one day and a day and a half off our feet. Um, more than likely we'll be able to come out and win a test match for for us and take 20 wickets. As, as a goal, um, you need to take 20 wickets, obviously, in a test match to win most games. And we've always said if we, if we get that break, then it gives our chance, especially our quicks, to recharge their bodies to the full, full amount and make sure they're going out. And we saw how good... Well, we all know how good the big three are um, with the star, Cable and Camo. Um, they're absolutely world class and you can see throughout this game the different roles that they're able to play with different people opening the bowling in different innings and um, you saw the saw what quality of bowling they are so yeah we're very lucky to have those three up and firing for the Australian cricket so when you're standing there at point or somewhere in the um, close in do you get the sense that the bowlers are on can you sense when Mitch Stark is going to unleash an in-swinging Yorker and rattle the stumps or Pat Cummins is going to bowl an unplayable delivery. Can you get that feeling out there? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I, I have that timid feeling every time I, I walk out to play with with, uh, with Starkey, Camo and, and Josh. Um, obviously, I'm very lucky. I get to play a lot of cricket with them, all being from New South Wales, etc. But they're, they're like the batters. Their, their preparation uh, doesn't go unnoticed and, and just their level of skill and their, their patience to... Uh, 
to, to, to stick at that one line and length for a long period of time. But then all three of them got a lethal bouncer, but then they come back and challenge our defence. So there's no real chance for any opposition batters to relax um, against any of our bowlers. So it's it's a great, great, great quality to have with inside the cricket side. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the boys run out for uh, on Friday in Adelaide. And I guess the best thing about being the spin bowler with those three quicks is you don't have to face them in the nets. No, no, you're exactly right, Sam. I've never faced any of them <laughs> and, I will, and I won't face any of them. Um, I'll, I'll do my best to get out of that. Um, and I've never put my hand up to go in the nets, <laughs> especially when they're when they're up and firing and having a competition in the nets who can bowl the fastest. And uh, so, yeah, it's very smart of, of myself to stay well, still stay well away, away from that. But you would have bowled them, right? Oh, yeah, they like to come and slog me. That's no drama. But I've got no interest in going there and trying to slog them like they slog me. So that's <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, there were some impressive innings from the Pakistan batters as well. Baba Azam got that 100 and oh, Rizwan with that 95. Um, Baba in particular, we know what a class player is in the limited overs formats, but uh, uh, he's averaged 50 since the start of 2018. He's a dangerous prospect and he showed his his class up there at the Gabba. Oh, yeah, definitely. Baba, he, he's definitely an up-and-coming up cricketer in test, test match, but he is a world-class player. We've seen that in the, war, in the shorter formats, but... He, he's one guy who can be can dare, I dare say conquer all 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 um, conditions around the world. He he's got a brilliant temperament and he's got the way how late he plays the ball is is, is a credit to himself and the amount of work he must put in. So um yeah he, he's a massive challenge for for the Australian bowlers. Um, but saying that we're gonna gonna have to sit down and. Um, just look over a few things, see if we can get better in bowling to him in different areas, uh, but really make sure that we're able to challenge his defence for long periods of time. But, yeah, he's a world-class player, and, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes down in Adelaide. Did he do anything different? Uh, did he surprise you than what you had planned for? No, no, he didn't surprise us. We knew that he was a, a world-class batter. Um, he, he surprised us in the first innings how hard he come out and come out to try and take the bowls on. That that did surprise us a fair few of us. But um, the, his temperament in the second innings was it was a show it was a innings of, of class, I dare say you can say. Um, so yeah, there wasn't anything surprising. He, we know he's world class and he, he's going to be one of the best batters in, in world cricket for a long time to come. In the change rooms after the match, what was the message from, from Tim Payne, the captain, and coach Justin Langer uh, with the second test just a couple of days away? Uh, we just highlighted the fact that um, just winning, winning the first first test of a series doesn't doesn't mean you've won the series, and we've got a lot of work to do. Um, we highlighted how well our preparation was, um, but then we just had to reinforce it. We have to make sure when we get to Adelaide that it's a different, different game. They've got different bowlers which potentially will come into it with Mohamed Abbas I dare say will come into it with a pink ball um, there's going to be challenging times um, there so we're going to make sure that we're going to have to prepare well before we get into the competition of the test match but let's not take take things lightly we know Pakistan's a very quality outfit so they're going to come back and they're going to want to level the series up so we need to make sure we prepare well and just really worry about what we're doing and making sure that we're playing a positive brand of cricket. 
And I'm sure, like all Australian teams, you want to win every test match. But in the Ashes, we saw you guys go to 2-1 up and then lose the fifth test to square that series. Does that sort of uh, stick in the back of your mind when you're coming up to a, a, a game in, in Adelaide where you win this game, you win the series, but a loss would see a drawn series? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think we're off the back of the Ashes series. I think we can learn a lot out of, out of that. I'm not sure if we... I can, I'm not going to say that we took our foot off the pedal, but I think uh, in in the Ashes, I think there's a fair amount of fatigue floating around, but that's no excuse. We we made some errors in that test match that um, if we held on to our catches, I dare say it would have been a, a different different story. But So that, that means that, that highlights there areas of our preparation that we need to do um, in going into this uh, second test match against Pakistan. We, we can't take them lightly. As I said, they're a world-class side and if we do take them lightly, they'll turn around and, and, and beat us convincingly. So we make sure we need to just keep doing our thing and keep uh, preparing well, um, planning well and, and staying calm under pressure when we're out in the middle and and really play a positive brand of cricket. It's going to be an exciting time. It's a, a day-night, not day-night test match in Adelaide, so it's a different challenge yet again, but it's an amazing place to play cricket down in Adelaide, so it's, uh, yeah, it should be really exciting. Now, you said a couple of weeks ago that one of the tweaks to the team song that you've made since uh, being the leader of the team song is to uh, call out someone before you launch into it. Who did you pick out at the Gabba? Um... I um, actually just uh, had a big spiel about Marnus actually uh, throughout the team song. I just want, really wanted to highlight and give him that that praise within within the team. I know he was getting a lot of praise, and so he, he and he deserves it um, outside the team. But I think there's no bigger praise that you get from your teammates. So I think our, one of our one of my big highlights was there was actually giving Marnus uh, the praise that he deserved throughout the in, in that team song and. Um, yeah, I think he, he, I think he enjoyed it. The boys got around him, and uh, yeah, we we sang the song loud and proud. No doubt, he would have been thrilled with that. Just like one super fan uh, that you treated uh, at the end of the game, you went and signed uh, a very keen Australian cricket fan, Michael Vaughan. The back of his jacket there, uh, he must have been thrilled with that. Uh, yeah, lucky it was the back of the pen and wasn't wasn't the real ink. So uh, <laughs> I didn't even get a reaction out of Vaughan, but. Um, He's a good man, good man, Vaughan. I enjoy his company, so it's, uh, yeah, it's just to try to get a reaction, but uh, didn't really go through with it. Maybe next time you got to use the, the the tip of the pen. Yeah, I've, I've since, since learned that uh, <laughs> if I want a reaction, I probably should use the top of it. Yeah, right. Uh, what do you do on a on a day five when you've won the game in in four days? What do you do to relax on a on a fifth day? Uh, to be honest, uh, we've had a pretty chilled out day. Uh, I just went out to lunch with my partner up here and then, then just chilled out. There's nothing over the top. Um, we'll, we get on a plane tomorrow and head down to uh, Adelaide and we'll have recovery and make sure our preparation starts flying there. But uh, it's a very rare day off that we can just uh, fly low and just uh, yeah, have a pretty cruisy day and, and uh, don't don't stress about cricket. All right, looking ahead to the second test, pink ball, under lights, day-night cricket. They normally put a bit more grass on the Adelaide Oval wicket. Um, we know how much the ball swings around for the fast bowlers, especially under floodlights, but how does the pink ball change the way you bowl as a spinner? Uh, no, the pink ball doesn't change too much, to be honest. It's, it's, uh, I really enjoy bowling with the pink ball, uh, and I enjoy bowling on the Adelaide wicket. Um, the last few years, the Adelaide wickets have had a 
fair amount of grass on and it's been a beautiful wicket, uh, beautiful contest between bat and ball. So it provides a, a good contest for for everyone. Um, for me personally, it's just going to be about trying to challenge their defence uh, a lot lot more often and be a lot more consistent. Um, uh, Pakistan play spin really well. They sweep well and they use their feet really well. But uh, it's just about, for me, just staying as consistent as I can and, and making sure that I'm challenging, challenging their defence uh, for long periods of time. It would have been a bit of a shock to the system four years ago when... Uh day night cricket came into the into the world but how have you gone adjusting to it now going from a day test match to a day night test match uh yeah no it's obviously it's pretty easy um it's just a we play we've played a fair i've played a fair amount of share of my day night cricket so there's no no real difference to uh preparing to any other game but uh one positive is that you just get a longer sleep in the morning now you don't usually head over to the ground until about 11 30 or so which is a little bit a little bit different but um but yeah, as I said, a day-night test match, um, I, I find it really exciting. Um, in Adelaide, they, they do it extremely well. So, yeah, I love playing cricket in Adelaide. It's a, it's a beautiful ground and hopefully it'll be no different. Hopefully, looking forward to a big crowd there on uh, Friday, hopefully. Can you remember back to that, that first day-night test, what it was like playing under lights for the first time? Uh, oh, yeah, against New Zealand. It's, uh, it was exciting. It was a, a big buzz around Adelaide. Uh, outside the ground as well so it uh, provides a great entertainment for everyone uh, it's pretty challenging the ball does move around a little bit but uh, yeah it's one of those things where as cricketers we enjoy that challenge and we want to we want to challenge ourselves against the best and so it's, yeah it's going to be an exciting exciting week down in Adelaide. And what's it like for you to come back to that to the Adelaide Oval ground you know very very well uh, from your days as a groundsman and now uh, taking lots of test match wickets there as well Uh, yeah I love going back to Adelaide in my eyes it's one of the best if if not the best uh, venue in in the world Uh, the conditions are down there is absolutely amazing to play cricket on and Damien Hoff the the head curator there is uh, he always has the ground looking amazing there and He's always said that I've got a job there after cricket, so if cricket falls over, at least I've got somewhere to go back to and uh, cut the grass and start rolling wickets again. But hopefully that's not for a few years, but uh, it's a beautiful venue. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a special place in my heart. All the best, Nathan. Thank you very much for chatting to us. We'll speak to you again after the second Test match, but all the best and hoping to wrap up the series for the Aussies. Sure, easy. Thanks, Sam. That's it for this week's episode of the Unplayable Podcast brought to you by MasterCard. We will be back next week to wrap up the second domain test and look ahead to the test against the Black Caps. But until then, for all your test cricket rebel WBBL, Marsh One Day Cup and Marsh Shepherd Shield breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app.